It's the first show back for the jam, and today we spoke to some people who had some first days that weren't quite as good. And we'll be talking to comedy hypnotist and fringe festival extraordinaire Matt Hale. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Show for everyone in Perth. The Jam with Janelle and Sam. Wednesday was the first day of school back for my children. I know some kids went back earlier, but mine was the, uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. Mine also. Great. Did you did you have a, was it an easy thing? Because I know it was uh, Maeve's first day, pre-primary. It was her first day at pre-primary, but she had gone to kindy at the same school. Oh, okay. So she knew the the car park and she knew the people and she knew yeah. the kids, and often half that of the kids in the second, class. second kid is so amped up to go to school because their older sibling is gone. They're like, I just want to be a grown-up like them. Yeah. I'm going to pre-primary. She wasn't happy with the consecutive days, though. Again? <laughs> Again? I, already, I already did school. What yeah. do you mean the next 12 <laughs> <Tomorrow>? years? Tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow? Both my kids were thrilled. They loved being back to school. Not, not as thrilled as I was, but <laughs> they were pretty thrilled. But as I dropped them off on Wednesday, I could hear various children having severe meltdowns. Oh. You know, that first day, and it's really terrifying, I should imagine, for some kids. And for the parents. Oh, even worse for the parents. Also the teachers. I, yeah. <laughs> well, they are brave, brave yeah. souls. How's that vocation going for you now, teachers? <laughs> Any and all teachers deserve, yeah, their full respect. Um, but I thought it's sometimes that bleeds into to grown-ups. Like our first day somewhere yeah. can still be absolutely terrifying. Bit of anxiety. Oh, yeah. I did, I had, I'd. I've done a lot of different jobs because as a freelance actor and performer, I occasionally need to earn some money. So I uh, <laughs> I got a job with Little Creatures Brewing Company in the packaging uh, department, so out of, just out of Fremantle. And one of the first things I did on my first day, so I really wanted to impress because the guy that got me the job was one of the dads at school of one of my son's best friends. So I see him all the time and he's always there with his little creature shirt on. Anyway, I go in, I'm being showed all the machines and it takes a half a day to sort of sort me out and get it all ready. And then they're like, all right, and off you go. And they leave and they all go to their various jobs because basically it's a big factory, you know, bottles come in here, they get filled, empty bottles. But there's this one that there's a pallet of empty beer bottles and it raises up and it moves off. Never been filled or you emptied them? No, they are about <laughs> – <they are, laughs> that's after work. Okay. Uh, this is during work and, um, yeah, the empty beer bottles, that they go to get filled. Right, 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 right. And there is a button that raises that pallet. Okay, sensible. And if you – if anything goes wrong, you're supposed to uh, – and I was like, oh, yeah, they just showed me how to do this. And I pushed the button and what actually did was it raised up, but it was supposed to be empty at this point and it was full. And I lost about a half a pallet of brand new <gasps> clean, fresh beer bottles onto the floor. Oh, ouch. And they just all smashed and went through all the machinery. And I had that thing where they all came running over like, what's gone wrong? What's gone wrong? And I would, I did the push the, and their look of their faces like, oh, it's the new guy. Oh. oh, we can't even get angry at him. Poor guy, it's his first day. And so instead they just handed me a broom and I cleaned up glass for the next two hours. Yeah, a Dyson handheld wasn't going to work on no that job. No way, that... Worst first day, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I can't say it's the worst first day, but this morning coming back into the jam, so Phil works away. Yeah. Because of the cyclone, we didn't know when he was going to go and we thought maybe Monday. Last night he got the email, tomorrow. Oh. We had no nanny. We oh. had no one ready to go. And I've got, I got my like third in, in line babysitter. Uh-huh. And then she said, send me a text at five to six saying, well, it'd be okay if I'm a bit late. 
oh, not if I want to be on the radio. <laughs> no, so, that, so, so that was really panicky. I, yeah, I've yeah. got the girls in the studio now and it's, it's just – doesn't help with yeah. anxiety, does it? So we want to know what's your worst first day? First day at a new job, first day in a relationship, any worst first school. day? Yeah, first absolutely. day of school. Yeah, absolutely. Uh one triple three five three. Give us a call and let us know your worst first day. This is the jam. So school's back and we were talking worst first days ever. And one kid at least I know at school had the worst first day. They were just inconsolable. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't fun. was not fun at all. The kindy teacher at our school said she's had a really good first week. Excellent. Which means next week's going to be horrible, horrible apparently. yeah. I Sorry bet. about that, kindy parents. <laughs> that's the word on the street. So we asked you, what are your worst first days ever? Kylie from Eglinton. Hi. What was your first worst day? Um, I was in the Navy and my first worst day was when I jo- first joined a ship. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, you go on board, go to your different sections, and as you're sailing out of – we're going through Sydney Harbour. Right. And you do a clear lower deck to make sure that everyone's on board. You get ticked off. So yeah. we're all on the back um, back of the ship. And I start feeling sick. Oh. So I'm there hurling over the edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't even made it to the heads. Oh. Everyone's out there just looking and laughing. Oh, no. A Navy officer Navy. with seasickness. Yeah. Perhaps you should have thought about are. the Air Force. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> How did you go? Can I ask? Did that, is that something that you got over? Did you just learn to deal with it or is it, did it plague you for the whole time? With it a little bit. But, um, yeah, when you get rough seas, yeah, you do tend to um, vomit. So... You just take the um, the rough with the smooth. Take the rough with the smooth. The rough seas. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Kylie. That's a great story. Love Michael it. from Greenwood. What was your worst first day? It was, um, first day of a new high school, and I was on the oval having a smoke as a young man does. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they said, "Quick, quick, put your cigarettes out." So I put my cigarette and I said, oh, "Who's that?" And they said, "Oh, it's Mr. It's Keg, Mr. Kegley." I said, oh, who's he? And they said, oh, he's the deputy principal. So, okay, no worries. Go back to class and um, the teacher said there was something wrong with my enrolment, so I had to go see the deputy principal. So off I went, spoke to the receptionist, said, I'm here to see the deputy principal. And she said, just go down the passage there and sit on that chair. So I I did. And I'm sitting on this chair and down came... Mr. Kegley, okay. and he said, who are you and what do you want? And I said, oh, I'm Michael Campbell. I'm here to see you, Mr. Kegley. And he went bright red. The hair on the back of his neck stood up, and he oh. bellowed at me, get into my office. Oh. So, he opens, sorry about the noise. He opens up the office door, and on his desk is a little name tag called Mr. Martin. Yeah. And it turns out, because he was short and fat like a beer barrel, the kids had nicknamed him the keg and just extended it to Kegley. Oh, and Mr. No. Kegley. And I, <laughs> no. And I called him Mr. Kegley on my first day. To his face. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And, you know, he, he just didn't take my uh, reasoning and uh, apology or anything like that. He just thought I was a... That, yes. that is hilarious. But, Michael, I will tell you that I expected the punchline to that story to be he wanted to bot a smoke off you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for the call. Oh, God. Doesn't stop, does it? Rippers. First days. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for calling in. The Jam with Janelle and Sam. Well, we are delighted to have in the studio Fringe World Superstar. You've sold out... <laughs> 
Don't be humble, Matt Hale. You have had amazing success at, at Fringe World. 6,000 tickets last year. 6,000. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a few, hey? There were a few bums on seats, which is nice. Now, <laughs> some people fly during Fringe. I assume yeah. you just walk around going, buy my tickets. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it's very, very easy, really. <laughs> you will definitely be selling out Optus Arena next year, but you have won amazing comedy awards. You're a radio personality. You're a TV presenter now for Destination WA. Yeah, I did some of that last year as well, yeah. But of course, you're best known as the hypnotist, Matt Hale. Yeah, thank, oh, thanks, for, well, thanks for welcoming me into the studio. It's lovely to Anytime. see you guys. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, it's been great. And again, that we, we've got a brand new show this year called Mindfulness, F-O-O-L. Hey, last see you there. But yeah, you know, we had another sellout last night. There are a few tickets left for tonight, but I think that one will sell out as well. So, um, yeah, it's been another crazy reception. So I, I really do appreciate because this is my hometown, you know. Yeah. Of course. Now, people are sometimes scared of going to a hypnotist show. I've, I've, I've talked yeah. you up a lot in various places. Yeah. Some people go, oh, I would never do that because I'm afraid of getting dragged up on yeah. stage and being made a fool of. Yeah. But your show doesn't do that, does no, it? No, no. For, for one thing, I always stress, like, it's completely volunteers only. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's literally no point in me working with anyone who does not want to be involved in the process because nothing's going to happen, right? Um, but also I do want to make sure that anyone who takes part in the show just feels like it was the most amazing experience ever. So they're going to go away and go, hey, you got to do this. And all the audience, instead of sitting there laughing, going, ooh, that was funny, but I'm glad I'm not up there. I want them sitting there going, oh, I wish I was up there. Totally. Let's pay another $31 now. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap at half the price. Now, you've had some amazing celebrity encounters with the hypnotism, Matt, and I think one of the most amazing ones would be Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. That was interesting. I was in Vegas. It, it was a bit kind of off the radar. He was doing some kind of personal appearance, which I managed to kind of talk my way into the area where he was doing that. Uh-huh. And uh, he was meeting a lot and greeting a lot of people. And basically what he was doing, he would, you would shake his hand. He would kind of look down, sign whatever, and then you'd move on. And, and that was the process. Yeah. It was like automatic. You got in yeah. his pattern. So, uh, so what we would in the hypnotic world call a pattern interrupt, I kind of went round to the other side of him, which meant, oh, hang on, this is different. Then I shoved my hand out, said, Mike, look up in it, look up here, and just kind of focused on his eyes and said, Mike, just close your eyes, do this, blah, blah, blah. So things, you know, it, it, it could have ended horrifically, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> With a boxer? No. Yeah. UV but, Mike Tyson? That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you can see how tiny I am. And, you know, I, I'm like, my whole body is about as big as his head, right? But, but uh, fortunately. Even without the ear. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, staring into that tattooed face was, uh, was actually quite a, an enjoyable experience. And so we ended up getting him shouting and screaming in the top of this, uh, this place he was doing an appearance, which point I. Uh, I got asked to finish up and leave. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Now, you've got a bunch of shows on. Mm. Where can people come and see you? How can they get tickets? When does the show kick off? Yeah, well, fringeworld.com.au for all the tickets for of all course. the Fringe World shows. Yep. But uh, my show is running at Elizabeth's Palace, which is part of the Palace Society group of uh, venues. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm there, and that's kind of down at Elizabeth Quay uh, within the Noodle Palace area. I'm there for like the first three weeks of Fringe. The last Brilliant. week, I moved to Flower Factory, Flower Palace. Mm. And then also, uh, each Sunday, I'm also doing a second show in Scarborough. Uh, family-friendly times on Sundays, 3 p.m. in the city and 6 p.m. down at Scarborough. Um, yeah, and it's a family-friendly show. You know, like we, we don't allow the kids to get on the stage, but I'll tell you what, they absolutely <laughs> love it. Now, Janelle's love kids are here today. Yeah. And yes. as we came in and we told them that you were coming in, they're like, can you hypnotise mummy? <laughs> <laughs> so, look. Uh, Look, I'm... What? Yeah. No, it's not working for do, me. Do you know what? They, they, I think it was Maraid came up to yeah. me and said, 
can you make mummy buy me candy? <laughs> Cheeky little monkeys, huh? <laughs> She's a devil. She's a devil. <laughs> I do wonder though, Matt, mm. do you ever use your forces for evil rather than good? Like on, on your on your family and friends? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously I get my lawn mowed every Sunday yeah. by my best mate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my wife thinks she's married to George Clooney. There's, uh, the list is endless. To call you. No. Yeah. Uh, but no, obviously it, it's it's such a great little thing. And again, it's not a power. It's a, it's a, it's a skill and, you know, you, you're going to want to be involved in that process. So, um, yeah, there's so many amazing benefits we do. You know, I've been, I've been, I've been traveling the last couple of years with my Mind Hacks seminars and keynote speeches as, as well as the shows as well. And that's kind of showing people how mental Shortcuts can, you know, improve your success and happiness, whether in the corporate or personal world, sporting world, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thanks mm. for coming in, Matt. Oh, absolute pleasure. We'll see you at the show. Mm. Janelle and Sam, the jam. Saturday mornings from six on Mix 94.5.